the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to episode eight of our podcast series. I'm Stephen Tubbs, Monday through Friday, 4 to 7 p.m. Mountain Time on News Talk 710 KNUS. It has been a busy, busy week, and we appreciate your interest in this story of my former dentist, Dr. Jim Craig, currently in custody, and still as we record this on Friday, March 31st, still less than two full weeks since Angela Craig passed away. We'll get to a couple more pages from the more than 50-page arrest affidavit, the texts between Jim Craig and his wife, Angela. Before that, though, a couple of interesting developments uh, that I have confirmed since our last podcast. Number one, it was confirmed to me earlier today that upon the arrest of Jim Craig on uh, March 19th, about 2 a.m. by Aurora police detectives, when he was transferred to the Arapahoe County Detention Facility, I've had it confirmed that Jim Craig was in fact placed on suicide watch. And as we record this, he's still one week out from his next scheduled court appearance uh, at the Arapahoe County Justice Center. Had it confirmed that as of our record time, Jim Craig is in the medical unit or medical ward at that detention facility. So if it's a serious enough situation, we'll have to wait and see if his new non-public defender, remember we told you in our last podcast, he has now private counsel. We'll see if that date, the court date still sticks. And then finally, before we get to the podcasts uh, and the, uh, the text, I'll pick that up right there. And finally, before we get to the text that uh, we'll wrap up this week with, I decided on the way here to the studio earlier today, you know what, as a former patient of Dr. Craig, I'd kind of like to get my dental records. So I called the Summerbrook Dental number in Aurora, and I got the, and you've heard this most certainly before in your life, do-do-do this number is no longer in service. So I found that actually quite interesting. So we pick up on text messages between Jim Craig and his wife, Angela. She is for the second time at Parker Adventist Hospital. This is Sunday, March 12th, and this is right before 5 p.m. And Jim Craig texts his wife, I'm awake now, so now what? And she says, he, talking about her her doctor, he went to consult with uh, my other doctor. There was another, I think, the head of uh, surgery there at Parker Adventist. The texts continue from Angela. And I get to watch the Big Bang Theory. What are you doing? 
He says, not much. I just woke up from my nap and I think dinner's going to be here in about 10 minutes. Remember, they're getting an enormous amount of support from their LDS community, the, the church community. Uh, he said to Angela, as he's at home with the kids, that dinner would be there between 5.15 and, and 5.30. Do they think they will let you come home tonight or do you think you have to stay one more night? Angela says, nobody has said, and I haven't seen my doctor yet, but I ate my sandwich. And Jim responds, well, look at you, nauseous, a little, but not vomit worthy. He replies, that's a huge improvement. Not under uh, any sort of clarity as to how much time goes by between these texts. You would think maybe they were back to back, but uh, according to many of the texts that we've shared on this podcast, uh, it doesn't necessarily in their stretch of things uh, tell you exactly the time in which these texts came in. But he says, that's a huge improvement. She says, I miss you. And he responds, I miss you so much, exclamation point. And she asks her husband, when are you coming back? says, I thought about 6.30, around 6.30, if that's okay. I was going to wait for their daughter to get home from temple prep to see who wants to come with me and who doesn't. Talking about, obviously, his kids. She says, okay. Are they going to let you come home tonight? He asks that again. She says, no. He says, with an emoji, why not? Because uh, of last night, she says. So this is, again, Sunday. And then they talk about the kids a little bit. Um, He says at one point, just uh, in the 6 p.m. hour on Sunday, March 12th, I miss you and I want you home, Jim texts to his wife. Uh, Then they talk about the the kids, and that is not um, germane to what we are talking about here. She responds to his text, okay, sorry, I'm hurting. He replies, I'm so sorry. I think when I come back, I'm going to bring you your laptop so that we can watch something without commercials. Uh, then they talk about, again, some family issues that, uh, that really are not pertinent to this. Uh, she texts him later on, I'm having a popsicle. And he replies, sounds exciting, question mark. And this would be six days. In, in six days, Angela Craig would, would be dead. She would be declared brain dead at around 4.29 p.m. on that um, Saturday at University Hospital, which was, was March 18th. And just it, as a compassionate human being, and I'm sure you'd agree, just if you believe the arrest affidavit, she texts, I don't feel good. He says, I'm sorry you're not feeling good. I just got here and I'm headed up. Hopefully you're feeling better, can do something to... Uh, and, and, or I can do something to take your mind off of it. Then nothing until, uh, close to what about 1030 in the 10 PM hour. Obviously he has gone home. He spent that time there at the hospital. He says, good night, baby. I love you. I also finished that song for you. I meant to give you AirPods and they, they talk about that. Picking up later in that text again, late 10 PM hour on uh, Sunday, March 12th. He says, uh, Jim Craig does. Anyway, I hope you sleep well and start to feel better. And if I can't, we can make, uh, we can make me again tonight. I just miss you and I want to be close to you. I love you so much. I'll talk to you soon, I hope. Exclamation point. 
She does respond, I love you too, baby. Thank you for handling so much. Maybe someone will figure me out tonight. Did you give, and then they talk about the family again. Then it is early the morning of uh, that Monday. So this is right after midnight, in the midnight hour. Jim Craig texts his wife, I woke up thinking about you again. I just love you so much. And then, are you sleeping? So that's about 12.41 a.m. on that Monday. And then there was no response until 8.15 a.m. from Angela. She replies on and off. He says, morning, baby. How was the night? Any crazy episodes? And she doesn't respond. He says, how are you doing? Uh, The tired thing is kicking in. Again, that is him saying that. And he has still been working. He's now head of the household. And in earlier episodes, we've talked about how much he actually admitted, hey, nothing really runs smoothly uh, if you're not around. Uh, he says, the tired is kicking in. He, uh, she replies, I'm sure it is. My head hurts really bad and I'm not allowed to sleep without oxygen. He says, oh, wow, that's new. Nausea? I'm okay, I think. She says, I ordered cream of wheat. How's your BP and, uh, and heart rate? BP was lower this morning, she replies, but I don't remember heart rate 106. Then she texts again, I feel super tired. He replies, I bet, or I'll bet, exclamation point, have you been able to sleep much? And then there was really no communication via text until the 2 p.m. hour that Monday. Cardiologist thinks I'm a puzzle. He replies, I'm shocked. Literally said exactly what another doctor said. Well, you're a puzzle. We'll kind of we'll skip ahead. They go, how are you feeling? Are you hungry? She says, tired like I want a real shower. Will they let you have one? She says, it's hard with the IV. I ordered some orange sherbet. He says, bragger. And again, there are these one-liners. This is my interpretation, obviously. And if you had your string of texts analyzed, or I did, you know, it probably looked pretty, pretty interesting, right? You can pick out things. But I've just noticed in this particular set of texts, she's really just in one line saying, I, you know, I, I miss you. I'm hurting. I don't feel good. Um, and in this one, I would like to go home. He replies, I'm sure... Are they saying another night? They're not saying anything, she replies. I haven't seen my doctor. Jim says, are you still super sleepy? And she replies, I pretty much slept, slept all day. So then they go through and we can skip ahead. But one of the things that I took from this is one of their, their daughters, again, six children, as we say in every episode, not lost on me, that no matter how gossipy or how much the facts may amaze or how puzzled you may be in following this case, do not lose sight of the fact that six children are without a mother and their father is, is in prison or in jail, uh, possibly facing life in prison. We, we don't know what's going to happen or if there's even going to be a trial, but I do not lose sight of the fact that there are kids. And one of the daughters, while earlier this month, while their mother is with this mysterious ailment or ailments, one of the daughters has her 18th birthday. And 
they talk about that. And Jim Craig to his wife texts, we got to have a second birthday night with you soon. So they tried to have the 18th birthday, I guess, as, as normal as they could. So he uh, is texting back with her back and forth. And she asks, can you stop at Panda Express on the way to get me a giant container of, of chicken lo mein? And I've heard some people, again, this would be the salacious gossip part, but I've heard people say, was it possible that any food that he was bringing in, is that possibly how she kept getting sicker and sicker? I have absolutely no way of confirming that, but I have heard that in the last almost two weeks. He asked her, do you want anything to drink? And as we wrap up this podcast, uh, heading into a weekend, and we'll be back next week, uh, as we record this on Friday, March, March 31st, he says, do you want anything to drink? She says, no, thanks. Water is fine. And then Monday in the 6 p.m. hour, I love you uh, from Jim. I love you. And I'm excited to bring you home tomorrow. And she replies, I wish I was going home now. His response, I so wish that. I'll come back and see you tonight, though. She says, thank you. And then they, they go on. Talk about a few other things. The daughter uh, turning 18 and some pictures there. And then we'll kind of wrap with this. From Jim, Jim Craig, the evening of, of that Monday. Baby, I love you so much. I wish I had the kind of schedule that I could just stay up here 24-7 and be with you. I know it's lonely and boring and maybe sometimes scary. And I just want to be there to support you through all of it. I'm going to look at my schedule tomorrow and hopefully rearrange some patients so that I can be up here as much as possible. Good night, my love. And then he, he responds with this. And just as the song says, I hope you know that you're enough for me, indeed, more than enough. She responds, thank you for spending as, as much time here as you do. It hasn't been fun and I want to go home, but it really hasn't been that bad either. I love you and I'll see you tomorrow, exclamation point. And then they talk about a, a couple of other things. Can you put a crock pot out, etc.? And as we wrap it up, he says, I can't wait, all caps, wait, to see you at home in my bed tomorrow. She says, hopefully I'll be in other places in the house too, to which Jim responds, no way, dude. She says, I've had enough bed rest Time for bed exercise, he responds. And I, I do have to admit on my notes, I did, I did write an OMG. I just, with everything that's played out, uh, he's, I guess I'll stop there. It's, it's remarkable to me. Again, this was Monday. She's dead by the following Saturday at 4.29 p.m. By 2, 3 a.m. this following Sunday, less than one week since, you know, after these texts, he's in custody. Again, recapping just real quick, 
found out uh, through uh, some sources and confirmation that when James Craig was arrested, he was in fact placed on suicide watch. He currently, as we wrap up this week's podcast and a week full of them, he is in the medical unit. We'll update that next uh, next week. And as I came in to work today, tried to get some information on where my dental records would be with Summerbrook Dental and got the, the number has been disconnected. Appreciate you joining us for this week. We'll be back next week with more, obviously, as more information comes out. Have a terrific weekend ahead for producer Mark Crowley. I'm Stephen Tubbs. We'll talk to you next week. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.